that's true. I don't know what what who graced us with internet today, but god goddamn. That was really it, nice. Maybe maybe it was because you stopped looking at porn. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal, when you get a chance, watch this shit. It's hot. Yeah. Watch this old news. Nigga, it's it's two weeks it's old, all right? It's not. If, three, can, if, if bitches can listen three. to Beyonce for like eight years to the same song, all right, you can check this out, all right? It's two weeks old. Oh, now they have to because Beyonce keeps posting new content. <sighs> okay. I'm not a Beyonce fan. I don't know what she does. Just... Just do it. Do oh, it. Speaking, speaking do it, sumo. And no one ever, no one ever talk about Beyonce because if you do, that's gonna like, you know. What the hive's gonna us. swarm around us? They'll kill us. Okay. Oh, we're recording right now. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Uh, Craig is here. Craig is here. Oh, Craig. He's, he's back. Um, he's a furry, and he's recording. You, you need to stop oh, putting like hello. identities on people like that. We. His uh, name is Welcome Craig. to the. Oh, excuse me. Okay, cool, cool. I was waiting. I I was going to wait. All right. All right, everyone. Welcome to the uh, Thirsty Nerds podcast. I believe this is episode four. We got to start numbering these things. We don't have to keep saying the episode name. Number. I mean. Well, I want to know. I do it for me. Okay, fine. Episode. We're on episode four of the Thirsty Nerds podcast. R.I.P. Stanley. R.I.P. You will be missed. We yeah. we we are. Uh, I was actually gonna roll into that, but um, I my name is Jamal. Uh, you can find me as Art of Sumo on Instagram. I am joined by my two best friends, Clarence. Hey, how you doing? I don't have a Twitter. I do have a Twitter, but I'll 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 talk about it next time. You fix that. You fix that. No, I I actually do have one. I just don't don't do anything with it. Yeah, me like either. A barren wasteland. I don't do anything with my Twitter either. And uh, Chris. Hi, my name is Chris, also known as King, and Ew. I, I, I <laughs> don't have a stylist Twitter yet. I mean, I do have one, but that's for me. It, no it's else. for porn? It's for me. No one else. I'm going to leave yeah, it at that. For porn. Gotcha. And my <laughs> actual Twitter will be up later on. Mm-hmm. My actual mm-hmm. Twitter. Mm-hmm. My right. actual Twitter. The one that really was furry trash. No, no, no! I'm the no Sonic Fox. Okay, I'm a weeb trash. I got weeb anime titties on my Twitter. Anyway, we're not talking about my Twitter. Continue, Sumo. Shut up! You're trash. All right. Okay. If you're tuning in for the first time um, on this podcast, we like to cover uh, all news that is pretty much relative to us in the world of gaming, comic books, and cinema and film, and you know, just. uh, you know, we rant about this stuff every now and again, and occasionally we make some good points, I think. So, um, uh, if you're with us today, hope you enjoy what you hear. Uh, we also touch on the news and stuff, too. Don't forget about that. Some of the news. Yeah, we try. We try. I mean, sometimes, you know, I don't like to get, like, super into the news. But we do try. So, all right. Okay. So, would anybody like to... Uh, well, first thing, like... 
I just finished watching that uh, Castlevania on Netflix. Ooh, me too. Me too. Man, that was so good. I watched the last episode with Clarence. That's about it. Did it, did it, did it make you want more? It was cool. It's cool. Wait, did you watch episode eight or did you watch episode seven with Clarence? We watched three episodes, I think. Okay, yeah, he, he, he watched the last three episodes, so he watched episode seven and eight. Okay, well, that's good enough for me. I'll take that. Yeah, like uh, the, the animation, the fighting, the fights and stuff that I saw were pretty on point. Yeah. Hey, just like just like you said, you know, like the, the ending was a little he- uh, to the was episode seven for the second season was a little heavy. It was heavy as shit, man. I I wasn't like necessarily ready, and then you know I'm not gonna spoil it, you know. But oh boy, you know Alucard at the end, I feel so bad for him, you know. He's oh, did you watch the last episode? Yes, the very last. Episode. Right? Wasn't yeah. that man? Like, oh no! <laughs> Everyone else got this great life, and you know, and... killing my boy. I'm killing my boy. God. Do you see? I'm killing my boy right now. Chill, chill, chill. My boy. God. Sorry. Don't spoil it. I'm not spoiling anything. I just said I'm Neither killing is. my boy. I'm killing my boy. So, uh, yeah, the Castlevania was pretty dope. I actually really liked it, and I can appreciate when, uh, let's say, I don't want to. I don't want to get it wrong. Call it American anime, but. I like when uh, it's, it's a Merrimay. A Merrimay. <laughs> I like when they when they do it, you know, because, you know, sometimes they just don't like leave the fat. They just like do a good, solid, lean like series like they were in and out. I think altogether it was like, what, 12, 12 episodes all together, 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. I don't it, might, it. It's in a way like I. I'm perfectly satisfied if they don't do another season. Yes, that absolutely. I'm completely satisfied if they don't do another season of this. But if they do, there's room to make something out of it. They will. But uh, they don't have to. They completely they don't have to. They would be great in my eyes. They will, though. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> it's Netflix. They're, they will do it. They're going to need to fill, they got to have shows to fill the hole where, you know, all those Marvel shows are going to be leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows used to be? So let me, uh, last time I checked, I know no one was doing it, but I don't know. Maybe you guys may have surprised me and, you know, got that, that $75 subscription. Uh, anybody watching that DC streaming service yet? Wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. $75? You know what? I might be wrong. Let me look. Yeah, you are uh, definitely I, wrong. I hope it's you're not wrong. $75. I think you there is a $75 bundle thing. Because that's deep. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. But it's like $8 for like just the streaming service and like other shit for the other shit. Oh, it's only $8? It's like $8 or $7, yeah. I feel okay, like that, that, that sounds a lot more affordable. Yeah. I feel like I need to cancel this fucking Hulu and just do that because Hulu isn't doing shit for me lately. Yeah, Man. at least you'll get some entertainment from right, like from the DC one at least. Not some third hand fucking. Wait, you're paying for Hulu and there's still advertisements? Yep. Yep. What's the point? What's the fucking point? I don't know. Hulu <laughs> likes it's part of their it's part of their commercials. They like part of their streaming services commercials. Like what? our streaming stuff is commercials. That's why I, I couldn't get on board with the whole Hulu thing. Like, dude, watch Hulu. Like. No, it has fucking commercials. If I want that, just watch TV. Like, I get Hulu just so I could watch like Designated Survivor and Blind Spot, and I guess that's really it. None of what, those shows are on right now. Well, now you can watch Titans. Well, I guess if I wanted to catch up on Family Guy real quick, I, mean, I could, you know, Hulu has all that shit. Oh yeah, so, you're mentioning such riveting things in Family Guy. 
Yeah. Family Guy. Listen, Family Guy only goes on for one reason. Okay. <laughs> what is what is that? No, what is? No, that's I'll leave it at that. No, what? <laughs> All right, I'll leave it at that. Oh, you guys want a little random fun fact? Did you guys watch the uh, the the amazing World of Gumball? Amazing. Um. Yes. Well, you know, just like Adventure Time had recently ended, Gumball is going to be ending the beginning of next year, which is happening what? very soon. I thought no. it ended. No, it, it's going to be ending the beginning of next year. Okay. So... It, just when the show was like reaching its peak of hilarity, it's it's going to leave us all behind. Well, maybe. Yeah, like well, at least it's gonna have a good hurrah. And yeah. I know, I know you don't. You know, would you rather just keep going and get? No, stand? no, no. It's doing exactly what I would enjoy it do, and just leave on a high note. But it's still bittersweet. Yeah, I'm fine. I, I mean, but that, that at least it shows how much that show, like you cared. The fact that you even cared that it's ending. You know, they're pulling a. Uh, they're pulling a. Uh, um, a Chris Evans. They're like, I'm gonna get off before they push me off. Yep, basically. I mean, at least that show is like you know being consistent, unlike some other shows on there, like you know Steven Universe. Where the fuck is that at? Oh, you know what? I'm not gonna lie about Steven Universe. That show. Can Wait, what be... show? Exactly. Universe. I thought I thought that ended. If you know, sometimes they end during the year, and then they start again, and then they end. You know, it it, it happens. Okay, what was I saying? Oh yeah, um. Uh, yeah, about Steven Universe. You know, that show came to me at a time in my life where I was like, oh, man, it's so bright and it's so pure. And I fell in love with it instantly. And it had the little shirts. And I was just, like, into that fucking show, man. I got into it. And then, like, all of a sudden, they just start, like, having these, like, big, long, like, chunks of, like, wait time in between. And when they did come back, it was like filler, and I just like I've never heard I that don't... for like a regular cartoon show, which is yeah, really hiatus. Hard, it's hard, yeah, like for just a cartoon show. Like, I mean, sometimes they'll just at least they'll they'll the reason why they were going hiatus is because they're working on the next season, not on the next like three four episodes, you know, just to dump them and then leave you again for making more like another five episodes. I I there are things about the show I really do enjoy but with its sporadic release dates like the you know the last episode came out in july Ooh, fucking july in july wow that's so uh... how do you make people wait three plus months for an episode but then the next episodes that come out may be fillers I don't know. That's unacceptable. To me, I don't really... That's unacceptable. I don't know what goes into making an episode. I don't know how hard it is or how difficult it is for the team or the talent or anybody else. But that is... Don't oh. on the show. I just did. You're Sorry. not tired. I did it. Wait, excuse way, you. Excuse you. You're not tired. Yeah. Uh, so either way... Um, but yeah, I thought... I don't know like how you could at least do that and then come back with filler and it's just not it's not enough i guess they just feel like oh well you know we dropped like three or four episodes so i guess that justifies us going away for like a month and then oh where did we leave off i guess we'll just start here and you know don't get me wrong sometimes i like the filler because i think i don't have anything against world building when it comes Mm -hmm. to you know making shows 
But at the same Man, time, it's like, time I don't like my though, time, time wasted. Who like gives a shit about Sour Cream and his crew, though? Nobody. I mean, nobody. And as much as I, <laughs> as much as I, <laughs> as much as I love, as much as I love the Sadie character, I don't care about her and her relationship with Lars. I want them to break up, and I want Lars to go die. Damn. <laughs> Damn, such a Lars. The best thing that happened between them is that Lars died, and then he exactly, and then right away, just reconned it. They pulled the DC. They're like, he's dead. Oh wait, no, he's not. Nah, he's yeah. just pink now. Nah, he's just yeah. pink, and then maybe he'll live forever, most likely. That was like the last episode that I think I watched the show consistently, where I was like, okay, they kill Lars, great, and then oh, Lars is back with powers, sweet. All right, time for me to take a break. <laughs> Ouch! It, I mean, I get it. I get it. Like, especially when you wait for so long just to like, like, great. Like, you were right. You're right, um, Clarence. Like, there's a difference between world building and literally just take you down the street to some kid's house to say, "Hey, how are you doing today?" People who don't contribute to the plot whatsoever. Like, well, we're doing like this, and make a whole episode out of that after waiting just to get 11 minutes of nothing. Like, let's. It's dumb. I, it's really I, hard. I feel like I'm waiting in line for, I don't know, a hot dog, and then some random guy out the alley comes and gives me a bowl of cereal. I don't want a fucking bowl of cereal, let alone I don't know where it fucking came from. I know oh. I don't want it, <laughs> and, and, that, and that's what these episodes feel like. I, yeah. I, I don't care about uh, Sadie making friends with Sour Cream and his crew and then making a band. What does that got to do with the yeah. cluster? Or what does I got to do with what's going on with the diamonds? Nothing. Yeah. And then, like, it feels like they, like, they keep switching back and forth between, like, who on their world in general, like, what, who Pink Diamond was, and, like, and then how they fucking settled the whole battle between the diamonds and, and the crystal gems and shit. What it just, battle? I, no, exactly. Like, what <laughs> battle? Really they kept disagreement. All this, all this, just, all this build-up, and all this fucking lore, just to, hey, like, hey, by the way, Steven, you're, all, you're already special, but guess what? You're also a diamond. Oh, yeah. Now you have these special mind powers who can, like, get you out of anything. And if for some reason the diamonds come by themselves to Earth to do what? I don't know. I guess to talk and cry. To, to talk and cry. And then when they up, like, let's bring you to Homeworld. Okay. And mm. that was it. That was it. Well, Boom. I guess I didn't miss much. And no, I mean, you what, didn't. What good is a show without conflict? And this show is clearly showing us that we like, there, there is no conflict, really. Conflict. Talk your way out of everything. And also consequence. Like I guess a cartoon, but you've shown us this is deeper than that. Like there's there's some shit going on. And then you you're just gonna give us some taste of what it could be, but not actually fucking go all out ham. You're just gonna pull out. You- well then huh, pull out. Well, you know, and, and that's the uh the thing that um I, I have to I uh, think about. Like because there's gotta be like some solution to get the show like back on track, but at the same time, it's like maybe I don't think a show without conflict it does you know stands to do any good in the regular forms of how television's supposed to work and how it engages people, but maybe like the this you know lack of conflict or you know uh maybe that's like her vision just to have this show where these beings are kind of like caught in these everyday situations where they just react to each other like we have no idea like maybe that's just her vision like and if that's her intention then we've just been going along with it so far because the world around it is so interesting but now that we're starting to get to what we perceive as the meat and potatoes it's kind of like well where's where's the action you know 
it's, it's I feel like it's starting to turn like like bear with me now or whoever's listening and the don't at me. I feel like it's like Star Wars right now. The general idea and the concepts it presents to you are better than what it's actually being shown to you. No, that's actually weird that you would say that because I was thinking that in my head just a few minutes ago. It's like Rebecca Sugar has kind of like achieved. All right, I'm the only person here people can actually at right now because all right, I have an Instagram. At him, please. Right. <laughs> but the the it's like she's kind of achieved like not on the same levels, but when it comes to like hitting these notches, like. You have merchandise. People know it, like you know. I won't say worldwide, but it's it's pretty well known, you know. And you have like a successful couple of arcs out there. It's kind of like the whole Lucas thing. Where it's, are it's my garnet like Hulk hands? <laughs> Where are the garnet Hulk hands? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you're. Yeah, they, those need to be around. I I definitely agree. But like to say that she's kind of achieved this thing that kind of like what Lucas has where her brand, her name and you know her recognition has come from this thing that's kind of like known throughout the verse and you know enough people know what it is, you know everyone buys some merchandise. But now it's kind of running into another similar Lucas thing where it's starting to feel like either she has lost control of her of her vision or she just, you know, or either or- She's it's, gained control, and the other people who are writing for it, that's what we fell in love with, and now that she has control over it, we I, I, confused. I kind of feel like that's the reverse, honestly. Like, because, like, since it was so small in the beginning, I feel like she would have helmed, because it was her project, it was her baby, and no one knew how big it was going to be until it got good, and people watched it and loved it and wanted to do all these things with it. It was so different at the time, or so fresh, anyway, for, compared to what was out. And, oh yeah, that shit was fresh. Like I think now it's gotten so popular and the fan base has gotten so fucking like kind of ridiculous. Weird. Well, okay, yeah, let's weird. I wanna say like right now, a fan base should not determine anything. Every fan and everything of anything, they can just be what? weird. They can just yeah, be weird. Hey, hey, they don't determine anything, but when they start fucking bullying people to commit suicide and shit over everybody bullies somebody over that's everything. Not, well, just no be, shit. Just, just well, because you, somebody like, blows it up via some some news website or like or an article catches your mind about it, they're ones that go unreported. Everybody gets bullied about everything. They're not no special. shit. Don't put it over. Well, but we're not putting it over umbrella. Yeah, everyone gets bullied, but specifically through this fandom, it has been in the fandom has been really malicious. For no reason, over some damn yeah, fucking shitty. cartoon. Yeah, it's been people, shitty. Like, people are shitty. That's no shit. Cute. Yeah, and it's so weird. But it, they also helmed this flag over this fucking, <laughs> fucking franchise. I'm not saying people don't do it all the time. People are going to be terrible everywhere. But it's not. That doesn't make it not terrible. That doesn't give them a pass. It's because oh yeah, everyone does it, and that doesn't yeah, mean I'm that not doesn't giving them a pass. I'm not. I'm just saying it. It shouldn't be like a highlight or like a reason to blame. You say someone almost committed suicide because they're getting bullied. I, but call me cold hearted. Down, do whatever you want. But to, to say someone got bullied online to the point of committing suicide, come on now. Come on now, what? It happens. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I know. I know what happened. I, was, I, I, we grew up in a different era where people would shit talk you to your face. They, they would, you know, degrade you to your face, and either you stood up for yourself or you just let it happen. Think you just do it at so home, that, and then no one would know. So 
Yeah, so so now it's happening happening on a computer screen, and it's too much for you to bear. Well, you know, unlike us when we were growing up, uh, a sidebar, I guess, um, from the Rebecca Sugar thing. But un- unlike us when we were growing up, that shit had limited reach. If someone was making fun of you for you know shitting yourself in gym class. You know, it had limited. It was reach. it was there. It was right then and there. Yeah, you'd have to live through that the rest of the year and probably next year too. But it's not like somebody could upload that and share it to the rest of the world. Now you have other assholes from other little corners of the world now being assholes to you also, and that that shit's just like really hard for for kids, I guess. And now since they spend every waking moment of the day in their phones, their phones are their worlds, and if their phones are telling them that. You know you're a piece of shit go die then you know i mean what what else you know you know what i mean what you see where like, I'm going what, with this? what else could you do you could block them you could delete the message you, nah, could, you know they don't you don't you don't you don't know these people fuck them it's yeah not, but their opinion matters anyway especially when it's against you people love to self-deprecate and and look down on themselves they okay. just need a little help okay i mean in general okay i'm sorry just to just to bring us back i wasn't yeah wheeling back in. I mean, oh my god said, uh, yeah, has, yeah, 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 uh yeah, yeah. clarence i wasn't talking about I was saying with the with the uprising of her popularity when it came to her show came kind of what she was trying to figure out, or it feels like she was been indecisive on who to please. Because Rebecca Show, I think mean, she's cool, but she also seems very, you know, very soft in a way. Like when it comes to her Ugh. making her stories, and she takes that cause she's shown through social media and everything that she she takes that shit to heart. Like she oh, does. No. Like she. Well, she. Yeah, she does. Like when people she cares. Work, she cares. No. Sh- <laughs> anyway. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, cares. like, I'm not being sarcastic. I mean, no, I actually no, don't I'm, know this. I'm learning this as you tell me. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. She's. Yeah. Like she's. She's very like. She responds and she takes. She actually listens to the fandom or at least listens to the response and certain shit. Like the whole, the the fucking um, the whole um black um the black uh fucking gem thing with the lips and stuff and how that was a concept art and her one of her um her books yeah and people took that and it it blew up online talking about how racist and shit rebecca sugar is or something like that or the design of this character so fucking like like, it probably took her to task oh yeah nothing let's not let's not droll on steven universe like so many other people already do Okay, you know what I mean. Yeah, but anyway, yes, the show is weird, and the show is weird, and it's in their head. cast to come to a head. It's weird. I don't, I don't know. Like, if you want people to take over even more than they already have for her vision, but it's like it's got to these these Stephen bombs ain't really working out for the. They're not. They're not. They they don't keep people interested in like. By the time a Stephen Bomb will drop, and they're like, "Hey, guys, remember Stephen Universe? Yeah, I remember, but whatever." Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I was into it, and then I'm out. So you know, <laughs> we are. <laughs> All right. To change up our little pace, I'm gonna go into the movie news real quick. If you guys don't mind, is that cool? I do Kick. mind. Kick it off, boy. All right, cool. All right, what I got is, you know, Dan Arkman, Arkdid, Arkman, who the guy who was in Ghostbusters. Remember him? Dan, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, maybe I Boo. Boo. What, did I got his name wrong? Oh, well, yeah, I got it. Sorry, I mis- said his name wrong. Dan Aykroyd. Whatever. Dan Aykroyd says he still wants to do Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider, Ghostbusters 3. 
and that is actually happening though is is happening and he, he he the script is being written right now and stuff technically ghostbusters 3 was the video game nope yeah nope nope he doesn't he didn't say that so it's not nope just like how it was. Scarface video game was the sequel to Scarface. Yep. And technically, The Thing video game was the sequel to The Thing. But nope. I don't know. But <laughs> probably was, but he actually still wants to do like an actual movie. Like he did kind of like, he tried to, um, uh, to pitch a Netflix series, but that didn't fall through because Bill was not having it. You know, he's. I didn't know this. Apparently, Bill Murray has not wanted to be part of Ghostbusters since anymore two. at all. Yeah, yeah. Like he was done. He was completely done. Dan Aykroyd wasn't. He was like, "Come on, man, we can do this." He's like, "No, no." Bill Murray is living his life and he does not give a fuck. Exactly. He's good. He doesn't need to do that shit. I mean, you, they were lucky to get him for the fucking cameo in the Ghostbusters girl movie. And what a seriously, waste, right? Yeah. I well, care, man. That movie is not entertaining. <laughs> no. It was really bad. It was terrible. It was just a insult to what they were trying to do. Can I but, just say that as we speak, sidebar, can I just say as we speak, I'm just scrolling through Sack Callison's uh, Instagram, and ugh, I just hate this kid already. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I love what he's done for Steven, and he's Steven's voice, but oh my I'm, God. I'm going through it, I'm like, ugh. Everything you, about you just from he's, looking. He seems like a great guy. He's a <laughs> I mean, come on. What do you what do you what do you expect? Okay. Um, excuse me. Oh, I've got to cut that out. Continue, continue. No. Yeah, I have to. Leave but it no. Leave it. Leave okay. It. <laughs> he also but he does say that this time Bill Murray could be convinced to return. Sure. Somehow. I don't know. I guess money. Maybe he doesn't give a fuck anymore, but he, either way. My man's got money. Well, yeah, he got. Oh, true, true. He doesn't need the money, so I guess it's just like if he feels like on a good day, like yeah, I guess I'll show he, up. He doesn't need it, but there's nothing wrong with more of it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because he, he wants, like Dan wants to get the whole gang, or at least everyone who's still alive, back together and come into this movie and everything. Which the other guy, I'm sure, wouldn't be too hard, but Bill Murray's just like that winning ticket. Like if he could get him, this thing could could make something. If Bill Murray's behind it. It'll do something, at least money-wise, whether yeah, it's good or bad. Oh, don't get me wrong. I love the Ghostbusters world and mythos and the idea behind it. I like it. You can do so much with it. But either move forward with it or just let it go. Hey. If, I, if I move forward, I mean, like what, what the the reboot tried to do, what the quote unquote, the sequel tried to do, you get some new characters in there. All right, yeah. these, these niggas are old. Hey. They ain't they ain't busting nothing but they backs. Did you did you love it enough to watch that cartoon where it was like the new kids? Yeah. The, the extreme Ghostbusters? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I did. No, I didn't watch oh. that. Busting right. makes me feel good, boy. Busting makes you feel good. No, busting. Wow. <laughs> okay. You're uh ebonics, okay? Busting. <laughs> well, sure, sure, sure. Okay. All right, moving on from the ghost and the busting. Um, we got uh, apparently the why Nick Fury didn't call Captain Marvel in earlier has been sort of revealed. Yeah, like in really? the you know it's funny I never thought about that until now that they just like said let it. that happen. Yeah, like it's kind of like wait, 
Wait, you had contact with Captain Marvel? Like, I, I literally just had given no thought to why he never called her before. And I'm like, okay, just show me the next movie. And now that someone mentions it, like, oh, here's why that didn't happen. I'm like, oh, well, why I mean, didn't that happen? You know, I it's mean, like it's it, almost like bringing attention to it now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just thought she was off in space doing her own thing, you know? True. But, like, you know, as we saw, like, he does have some sort of way of content to bring her back just in case. I guess whatever happened and whatever's going to happen in the Captain Marvel movie sends her away, but she's able to at least come back whenever she needs to. Um, okay, in the in a prelude comic that they did for the movie, apparently she's talking with Hill, and they're talking like she was saying how like is you know you're not supposed to like I guess she's talking about the Avengers saying it's not good enough it's not good to meet your heroes because they're always going to disappoint you and everything. Mm. Uh, yeah, which is kind of like a heart like shade to the fucking to the Avengers, but you know I can understand they're just kind of just a, a thrown together group of just out like not outlaws but like random ass people the know. real group of a-holes the, the real group exactly um but then like nefira says like not all of them are like that and he was like kira's like wait what and she like oh there's one you're not talk you haven't called in yet like yeah like why don't oh but you, why don't you bring her in you know just in case it's good to have like a backup bring her in case something gets really really bad and he was nefira was like nah if we do if we do our job right we'll never be in a position to having to call her like at all, he's like basically putting all his cars onto the vendors and trusting them to do their job. But she's like the last, last, last resort, I guess. Mm. And I wonder is this supposed to be akin to how powerful she is? Because if she comes back, she's gonna make a ruckus, or what? Or whatever she's doing is so important that she's not supposed to be called back unless it's like absolutely necessary, which. It is, of course, after seeing everyone just turn to dust right, every, you know, right in front of him. Half of everyone, God. Ha- it felt like mostly every, just like everybody, just gone. Just everybody you cared about. Well, no, I didn't care about Star Lord after after what happened. I mean, there's still like at least <laughs> there's at least billions of people still left on on Earth, so it's not. No, I miss everybody. You sure? Billions? You sure? Okay, if they're doing by like our population, it's like at least eight billion people now, or at least seven to eight billion. That's at least four billion or three point five billion. So there's still billions of people everywhere. No math. I, I mean, like, <laughs> if it's like, just, yeah, I, I know Thanos said half of the Earth and like you know, half of all existence, but more than half of the Avengers are gone. Well, yeah, exactly. more than half. Well, we talk about Avengers or people who are probably going to be Avengers. Okay, more than half of the people who were involved in that movie are gone. Well, yeah. Well, maybe maybe they're counted as half the population as a whole, and I'm guessing. That's a weird thing. Like, did he mean every pop? He like the the fucking glove is going to go through every single bit of every species and take half away? Yeah, like just just someone's like, (laughs) did someone's cat just go meow and just turn to dust? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or is yeah, is every fucking life form that's fucked up? That would be yeah, <laughs> like every living being all together, put them in the ball. This is how many people there are or things living. Take half, gone. So what if like a whole race just died? Like that in that in that respect, someone a whole fucking world just empty right now. It's, it could be really bad, depending on which way was it half of his half of their existence or half of everyone's existence. But of or, or existence in general, but um, so, no idea. 
No, no idea. I guess we'll have to see it in Avengers 4? 5? Uh, it was in Infinity War 4? No. Oh, no. Infinity War was 3. No, because... Yeah, three. Okay, coming out of 2. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. I just count Civil War as... It's not... It's not. It's not. It's a event. It's a Captain America movie. It's not. It's not. Wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. So what are the stats on those video games, guys? Again. Since I- <laughs> yeah. What are the stats of those video games? Man. <laughs> eat, eat shit. <laughs> mm, good. Um. All right. What else? Um. I had a little bit of a discussion topic. Just a little quick thing. We don't have to be on it for any long or whatever um it's on the recent death of stan lee r.i.p yeah you know you know he would he ushered in an entire universe before everyone thought it was cool no i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna slow this one down the middle but listen he (laughs) ushered in an entire universe and it doesn't matter how you heard of it or when you thought it was cool the fact is he made it for everybody yeah Uh, certainly his creations along with uh the people who got me into it my dad um it changed my life and and uh shaped a lot of my adulthood going forward and Maybe see that uh, you know your dreams can come true if you're willing to work at them a little bit. And uh, yeah, my only regret is that I didn't get to shake his hand. I did watch. I yeah. did watch him like walk by me one time. He's like he was really tall. Was oh, was he like George Romero tall? Like he's just. Like, I've never seen George Romero. Is George Romero tall? Yeah, George Romero was taller than me. Like he's tall. Fuck, he was really scary. If you ever met him. But well, yeah. I can't tell from down here, so you know. By the way, he's taller than me, so you know, <laughs> yeah, he walked by, and that was like the coolest like five seconds. So Aww. I don't want to just like spring for him and go like, "Hey, you know, shake my hand, shake my hand, old man." He said, "Was that the C two E two? Were you with me when that happened?" Yes. I yeah, know. we we caught him going to the bathroom. Yeah, man. What was it? Entourage. That was greatness. <laughs> What was it? Was it the people who were protecting him, like Iron Man? Yeah. They Captain were like Man. trying. They were they were there, but they were trying not to be seen. Okay, <laughs> like I'm just I'm just one of the um one I of the just goers. Just one uh, of you. No, not nah, don't fucking get in there. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, uh, rest in peace, Stanley. Rest yeah, in power. And just like yeah. the fact that he ushered in a type of like way he, I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong. If anyone wants out there wants to correct me, you can at Jamal down there at him. Um, <laughs> But you he, son of a bitch. yeah, yeah, yeah. He helped show that comics can be taken seriously. It might like when it came to the sort of storylines he was undertaking at the time. Like it wasn't just like, "Oh, we're going to defeat this." Oh, he, the thing is dead. All right, see you next week when we fight another villain. Like when it was coming from DC and the early event, in the early Marvel comics. That's how all comics used to be, but you know things evolve. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like with Spider-Man and the fucking X-Men and fucking Avengers, like it brought, brought all that, took a good serious tone with it and gave them arcs to go through and explore these characters and where they could go besides just them being so like skin deep with their, you know, with their actions and everything. Hey. That's what I really love. I will say this, you know, not to not to, you know, disrupt and normally I would never like How dare I you? never. Normally I don't ever really like, you know, take DC's side in something, but what you, what you about to do? You tell me when <sighs> Spider-Man ever got hooked on drugs, okay? Because I know Speedy <laughs> did. All right? You tell me when 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 Iron Man got called out for being 
uh, racist or stereotypical for or, or having racist stereotypes in his mind for people. All right, like how Jordan did back in the day. Okay, Ugh. DC had some real. They were they were they were taking the white straight white male perspective and they were kind of lacing it in their comic books back in the day. Okay, so don't mm-hmm. you don't you not count mm-hmm. that. I did That's not. Part of the reference. I did yeah. not. I did not count it. I did, I did not. not. Okay, but I'm just saying. Marvel did it good. Okay. Well, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Okay. But I brought up Stanley, you know, also to pay respects and what have you, you know, for the man, the, the legend. Uh, apparently, as soon as he died, there were some fucking tweets going about Uh-oh. about how racist and bigoted and fucking um uh, uh fucking homo ho, uh what's the word homo something homo homophobic homophobic there you go homophobic God, you, you're so what? you know you're so you're so i like you you know you're so social justice warrior that you didn't even know the word for i'm not a social you justice know warrior. you you didn't even know that homophobic you didn't even know the word for you I'm sorry, I don't I don't like I don't fucking brush my teeth. Your word is your world is so pure and you're not against like but and those, those those tweets and accusations and whatever about them, fuck them. No, they yes. Just, no, and I love the fact the whole fucking it, internet came together like what the fuck are you talking about? And then like they, they slapped him with evidence. Just slapped him with a whole bunch of shit that fucking Stanley was doing before it was the most popular thing to do at the time. You know, now it is like, oh yeah, I'm so for uh the the black and, and uh gay and lesbian the LGBTQ community. I'm so with this man. It's cool. You know, even though back in the day it wasn't. But he didn't give a fuck. He just he was one of the front runners of that, at least in comics and in general, which is as much as he could at the time. Yes, as much to his own, he knew that he could just put it out there. He had a limited understanding, but he was still pushing for it. You know, he knew that if he provided it, then, you know, eventually, you know, then the right people would come who had a new understanding and love for a character can bring some background to it mm-hmm. and can put it on the right, you know, put it on its right course, like Black Panther and Luke Cage and so on, what have you. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. But yes, continue. No, I that's all I really like this the talk about, you know, like how it's I just don't like the whole like as soon as a celebrity dies. I know now nowadays people are realizing that celebrities are people too. And celebrities aren't always the best people, but now it feels like our like the whole internet culture is like attacking anyone. Like anyone who t- seems too great, they must be a piece of shit anyway. And it's not always the case. I'm not saying people are perfect, but they're not. Not everyone's a fucking monster under the sheets just because people have those monsters been probably are been put out the light now. You know what I mean? And you know, also, I guess uh, it, just because somebody doesn't have uh, your voice or your opinion on certain, you know, certain things, yeah. and obviously they must not be for the cause you know and that's not a good assumption either so you know exactly obviously fuck these you know loud fucking minority people who are just like out there trying to spread that you know nice that, little pbs moment here yeah 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 try to spread that little shit around so you know obviously you know don't speak on the the did in a negative way you know just let that let that happen you know Exactly. Just let 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 them fucking let, let his dust, body get cold. Let the Fuck. dust settle. Let yeah. the dust settle. Okay. Jeez. Exactly. Uh, 
that's 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 about it for the Stanley discussion. Uh, just one more thing, and then we can move on. Um, it's kind of it's kind of flip. Shut up! Oh yeah, you heard that? Fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, I know you guys. I know both of you are just as big as fans of Finance as Freddy as I am. You know, I know you guys are. <laughs> that was a sigh of 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 happiness because Clarence loves it. He loves. I it. think I, just... I need something to drink. <laughs> Don't I stop. Love, You're already I'm, drunk. I love Five Guys. I'm far from so much. It. I'm just not gonna. I'm gonna sit here and listen to you talk, but I'm not really gonna contribute because <laughs> I already know so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I know, right? You're just such a fan. You're like, you're, you're on the He's level. Rendered exactly. speechless by <laughs> it's exactly whatever whatever it is. I'm prepared to sit here and awe at whatever. Okay, you know part. what? All right, I'm done. I'm done with you guys and your and your sarcasm. So I'm just gonna continue. Five Nights at Freddy's obviously ain't done. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay, as you, I mean, if you guys heard or not, um, there was a film supposed to be made. Supposed Please to be no. made. Yeah, it was, of course it was going to be a film. It was way too popular not to at least get the idea of a movie, especially a horror movie. Too much right. money. Too much money. Yeah, right. Uh, it, 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 I mean, it's true. Um, like, it was first picked up by One Brothers. You know, of course, you know, they came in like, what? This is popular with the kids? Give me that shit. And they got it. But somehow, like, he got Stephen Cawthon, the creator, like, he got out of that and decided to give it to Blumhouse instead. Because they feel like they would have handled it better. Which, I I can see what he's doing. Because they do horror movies constantly. Granted, a lot of their movies are hit or miss. But it's Blumhouse. Hit or miss. <laughs> That's they never miss. Huh? Anyway. But when do they hit? I, I don't know. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't. We just have bad luck. Okay? We just get the misses a lot. Oh, we? Yeah, we. Yes. Anyway. He went over to them, and then, like, he's been with them with Blumhouse with Making the Project since March of 2017. But now, like, a few days ago, he said he finally saw the script. They just finished the script this year. But he saw it, and you know what? He looked at it, and he's like, huh. You know, the director who was on it liked it. The owner of Blumhouse liked it. He's like, this is looking pretty good. And Coffin looked at it, he's like, I don't like this. We're starting over. From scratch, him he did it. Like he he's like, I don't know why they gave him so much creative control. Maybe that's part of the deal. They, they must have been because no way any writer, even a writer of a like a franchise, would get this much power. Or like once you give your movie rights away to a company, they'll just make it. You don't like if you stand around it and everything and do it and everything. They they don't like that shit. But I guess they took a chance with Coffin and thought maybe it could be different, but it wasn't, because I can understand, since this is his baby, he cares a lot, I guess, for the Finances Freddy franchise that he's made so much, and he basically told his fans that he wanted to make the most perfect movie or the most, the best movie possible, and he didn't feel like the script was was that. So he wanted to start absolutely from scratch, even told everyone that he doesn't care how long it would take to make it, you know? Even it may not even get made. He's like, either it gets, it's either it's good, it won't get made. Like, and the only thing, like, it's stupid, in my opinion. I get what he's doing, because he wants to make the best movie possible, whatever. But his franchise is all about hitting the stove while it's hot. 
like because he he I will give him credit for at least pu- pumping out content for his fan base to consume on a consistent basis more than most video game companies in general just like back to back to back they're the same game well because other video games may take a little bit more time yeah no it, it, they, they do his his shit is very simple but it, but he knew what the fans loved and they loved just digging into it and looking at the lore and everything he fed off that and he made a killing off it he found a a thing that worked but taking this long with this movie just feels really bad move and i just as a as a career like a, a film creator or at least aspiring film creator it just seems like a very a very unfortunate move on his part like when i if you're gonna let someone make your stuff or like do your product film make your product like he makes video games he doesn't make movies let them do it you know what i mean well i i In guess i can see where he's coming from it's his product, and he wants his product represented a certain way. Yes. So it's good that he's taking a stand on that. It really is. Yeah. Like At the same time, I am not asking for an explanation. Yeah. How do you make a movie about jump scares? <laughs> How? This, this whole lore <laughs> thing is honestly just a whole bunch of people gathering out a circle with like a whole bunch of random thoughts and ideas hoping for something to stick and he's like yeah that seems like okay that's the story right there yeah i i, I don't know how you can hope like how do you make a movie about that i just don't know they made a movie what okay what uh they made a movie about emojis yeah and look where the and look where that went you're right but down the toilet it was still it's funny you mentioned down the toilet because kids for some reason these days love that you. shit they love literally they love shit like the poop toys. I don't know what it is with shit in kids these days. They just love the idea of the no. poop shaped anything. It's weird. Hey, hey, it's not honestly, also it's not their fault because it's not them paying for it. It's their parents like, what's good? What can I distract my kid with this week? I have to take them to go see something. Man, oh, I'll I'll do the same thing my mom did with me. You ain't seen it. <laughs> You've seen that. Like I that. ain't spending money on that. <laughs> but ask one of your little friends. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. I guess it's more of a. It's a weird. It's a weird. I guess like double-edged sword example of when you have total control of a certain like product. Like even, I mean, granted, it's your own. I get it. Do what you want with it and everything, but also let people do their job. You know what I mean? Like, I know you make you make games and stuff. You want a movie to be made. Let them make the movie. You may not like the script that much. You know, make your fucking make your notes and stuff, but let the company make your movie. I mean, with with, with proper control, he could actually have a good movie. And if a good movie makes a good impact, he'll make more money and people have a bit more respect for his product. It's That's true. I guarantee but you right now. Look at his... I ain't got no respect for the product. Exactly. You okay, you just said like he Okay, he's already made like a franchise off of jump scares and lore that makes no goddamn sense, but he somehow the fans themselves put it all together. I mean, this is the same guy who made that, who's the front run of this film. How what what's the what's the film gonna look like if he's the only one hailing it? You know what I mean? If he's running the ship entirely. Uh probably yeah. like the game. Exactly. Which Crash. only trans- which probably only translates to that game, yeah. In trash, so that's all. That's all I'm saying. Like it's, you gotta understand. I feel okay. Jamal, as an example, okay. If 
you have you you make your universe and everything. You make your your superheroes as pop. It gets popular, and a movie studio approaches you to make a film. Right? It's How, a grindhouse. No, it's not grindhouse. It's whatever film, whatever company you would like to. Well, let's Lion, say Lionsgate. No. <laughs> It's not any of those. It's, you know what? Fuck it. You know, it's Marvel Studios. Marvel Studios handling your project. Okay. Would you let them do their thing and maybe give your notes and stuff and hopefully they take notes of your work? Or would you try your best to hold on to your products, the right to your product and everything and try to like, try your best to see if you can like work with this company, this company, like as a company? Well, uh, well, honestly, I think I would try and hold on to my properties and try and you okay. know, see if I can make something or at least be on the right track to guiding something to make, be made that's a little better than the standard. You know? mm-hmm. That's what I would hope for. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Like, what if they came to you saying, like, either we're doing this, we're doing this like this, and you don't disagree with it. I mean, you disagree with it. And they also give you, like, we're either doing this or we're out. You can... Take your rates back. Do whatever you want with this movie. Um, is it? And it's Marvel Studios. Hmm, that's that one. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would mm. take the Take the court. What for? What? To get my money appraised? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just like, uh, can you put it in uh, single place in this bag right here? Thank you. Please, so much. please. I don't right? just, a little dollar sign for a left. As long bag. as they get the money, that's all I want. Okay. Just give, give me, the, me money. the money. Give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Uh. Well, that's. I'm spent, guys. That's mm-hmm. that's. I am spent. That's that's what I got. And cool. stuff. Oh. Oh. Um. There was a joke going around saying that um, fucking Venom being um, uh, what what what's the word like being nominated for fucking everything at the Oscars? Uh, what? But yeah, it's a, I mean it's a joke, but granted, hey, fucking Suicide Squad. Yeah, Suicide Squad got an Oscar. Oh what? For makeup. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for yeah, yeah. Hey, if that matters. Hey, if 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 Venom does win any awards, it's because Tom Hardy did a one man show where he essentially was. It felt like to me because speaking of Venom, I actually got a chance to watch it a little bit back. But you know, right? It was like (laughs) Tom Hardy running a eight man performance crew. Like like one of the marionette shows on the side of the street and he has like eight different puppets and he's talking to himself. Yeah, that. (laughs) Oh my god. Was he also the villain too? No, no, there's a there's a guy in there. What I mean when I say that is when I say it feels like an eight Tom Hardy's doing an eight man show, it's like Venom feels like a bunch of different movies that are not on the same page at any given time together, you know, and he's what? got this weird, like he's got this weird New Yorker accent, you know. He's he's you know he's very shy, but he's you know. So I, I, it's like, it's like <laughs> I don't really like the the only good thing 
and I say that sparingly. The only good thing about Venom so far is that I guess the relationship between him and Venom in the Venom symbiote, which I guess just came here right away and started calling itself Venom. I guess that's kind of okay. That that dynamic is okay. But mm-hmm. that's really about it. The movie is like a hodgepodge of so many things. I just, I don't know. It, it's like none of it like really worked out. It, it, it was how the movie made so much money. I, it's just like mind-boggling. Like, I don't know. It's a household name at this point. I, I mean, but like how? You know what I mean? Like I, I get it. People have grown with that character. But it's not like Venom's like, you know, he's no, just a little... It's true. He hasn't been in anything like any like recently. I mean, Venom was so you know out there and so undoable at. at but people wanted him. Did they, did they? Did they really ask for a Venom movie? I know I didn't. I didn't. Ask. Certainly not a Venom movie without fucking Spider Man. That's for sure. You know, this movie takes place in San Francisco, yeah. not New York. I'm like, ugh. It's okay. The Robot Cop movie was filmed in fucking Pittsburgh and not Detroit. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Well, I guess they don't actually want to get shot while making the movie. <laughs> oh, you got jokes. You got jokes. Hi, No. Shut up. <laughs> Careful now. The native might shoot you. Wow. All right. Let's. Uh. I guess I'm. I'm. Yeah. My Lotus. Done. When it comes to, yeah, my load. Wouldn't you say that your your load is blown when you're? I don't know. Uh, <sighs> God. Oh, yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, uh, you know, I wanted to know how November was going. You know, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I don't, don't want to talk about it. Why don't you want to talk about it? Like I said, busting makes me feel good. Fuck you. God. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, right. keep going, guys. Shut, the, shut up, shut up, shut up, Clarence. I guess I'll, because uh, I, I don't know, Clarence, I know you said you had some things on the docket for video games that are, like, pretty long, right? Maybe. Okay, well, I uh, have a short list here. I didn't actually get a chance to read any comics today, because, spoiler alert, that shit's expensive. But um, You use that excuse every week. Well, comics is still the same price every week. Yeah, but you know, get good, get good bait, save some money, save like five dollars. It's like, not five dollars for one comic. I, it is. I can, I can, I can spend five dollars driving to the driving to the comic book shop. Okay, no, it's not five dollars to get to the comic book shop. Okay, chill out. And I said I could spend that kind of money getting there. All right, it costs way more than that. All right, anyway. way more. Just, yeah, especially if you want to read more than two things. Just read. Just, right, you know, so, you, could, you know. You could just go online, you know. All the comic books are online. That a lot because I'm not a scumbag. I want to pay for the industry. I want to help the industry out by buying the damn books. You hear that, you hear that, Clarence? He's throwing some shade. Hey, man. Don't look at me. I'm looking at you. I literally hey. can't look at you right now. These waters, <laughs> these waters be free. <laughs> Um, I guess I'll, I'll start with uh, with video games. Um, I just wanted to go ahead and give a shout out because I know that um, Bitterroot has officially come out and within like what, not even two days, uh, probably three per this recording, um, 
a few, actually a few days per this recording, but um, it has it is out, and the first volume is completely sold out. First issue is completely sold out everywhere, and there are images already going for uh, the second printing for that book. So congratulations to Chuck Brown, David Walker, and Sanford Green. Uh, Chuck Brown, I have not met, but I do know Sanford and Dave, and they're like great guys. Um, they the they were the creative team on Luke Cage and Iron Fist uh, over at Marvel uh, last year. And I really, really did enjoy that book. I enjoyed the art, the way it was written. And um, like I said, yeah, they, they kicked ass over there. So naturally, when they got a chance to do their own thing over here, um, it's uh, it's putting in work. And people are it's it's got high demand, and people are asking for it. So you know, shout out to that uh, when they when that second printing comes out, or in most likely the third, go ahead and look into it and get a cop that copy for yourself. I know I will. <laughs> um, so with with that being said, uh, it kind of the only thing I guess I really wanted to talk about uh, this week is that when it comes to you know, because uh, this is this isn't the first case of like you know uh, a cool you know diverse like team coming out with their own book with these new perspectives and um you know just killing it you know like selling out across the board image has a few like that and it's not just image it does happen elsewhere with creative teams all right so uh i guess i want to open this discussion about how um now we have these multiple stories across the board because this isn't a bit of root this isn't like really like kind of like the first time where a cool uh you know diverse uh group of people you know make a book and they put it out there and it's hitting home because it's perspectives that people haven't read before and it's really cool and people want to like you know get their hands on it and there's a big demand for it but on the other hand you have critically acclaimed stories that are out there like all-star superman um watchmen and just to name a few like a, a, a ton of these awesome and really good um, superhero storylines that are out there. And I guess I wanted to talk to you guys or ask you guys about how, how important or what, is, how important and, or is it a necessity for the need to have people of color and, you know, and women write for characters of color and um, women in comic books is it is it like super important is it a, is it a always has to be you know how do you guys how do you guys feel about that because like i said today there are numerous examples that pr could prove that it's necessary and there are also some that you know that prove that it's also not as necessary you know because it, it does there are good stories without it and mm -hmm. there are also some good stories that are better with the comic mythos is better off with it so um, given you guys experience with comics or you know anything, how do you guys you know feel about that? What do you think? Well, if the story is good, the story's good. Now, there are cases like I know we talked about we talked about it before with America Chavez, where you have somebody right for the character and it's not particularly good. So, so it's it's hit or miss in that aspect, but it is important to have uh, people of color or a woman write for the respective character because you could offer a viewpoint 
that could possibly be lost on any other writer. Mm-hmm. But that's not always the case. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm kind of. I'm siding with basic Clarence is why I agree with him. It's kind of a middle ground. Like it could work. It. You know. I, I believe it is important people of color to sometimes write for people of color, you know, or just in general, just let that happen. And women to write for what, you know, women, you know, to get that perspective out there, to get that, the, the genuineness of it. But it's not, it's, I'm not saying it's not possible. If a person is a man who's writing a main character, who's a woman, and everything for him to not to do the work and get inside the character and be able to write a really good female character or female story if he does his if he does his legwork or someone who's of color you know if someone's writing who's not of that same color, a black person writing for a white main character or a white person vice versa doing for a black main character or an asian character or what have you as long as they pull the work along as a good story long state you know give it genuineness and do their research and everything they can do it but Honestly, also we all we all know that like, we've seen it. Like it can show when no one's done anything for the character, like where it's been it was sloppy, it was thrown together. It's not genuine at all. It's only based on like stereotypes. Someone knows somewhat of it secondhand or worse, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, because it's weird because um, I, I want to, you know, really dissect it because it's like, you know, there are there are um, so many examples where it it is. It's definitely to me, I feel like it isn't like not to say that it shouldn't. I guess I'll get my get to my main point, but I am not saying I, I absolutely agree that it should be there. It should be present at all times. However, I don't think one person has to be anyone, you know, uh, I don't think I don't think any one person has to be a POC or a woman or gay or straight to write for a respective character that may not have the same point as long as they understand, you know, the character at hand. Now, uh, it's true that um, you have they can provide a viewpoint that might be missed on another writer who is so say not a woman or you know not a PSC but at the same time it's like you have to you're not just you're not just writing these people aren't just writing the books for POCs to read them they're writing it for you know for everybody, everybody to yeah. see it and i guess it's like of course it's a very nice touch and a nice reminder to know that oh well, i kind of get it but it's like but is it like you know, necessary case in point two two cases that are like so totally different. Like the earlier stuff that uh, Christopher Priest did for Black Panther, pretty much like rewrote the character from the way it was left after you know his creation and his inception in Fantastic Four. Like don't get me wrong, uh, Jack Kirby and Stanley did a great job when they brought yeah. the character in. Oh but yeah, they always yeah, yeah. knew people. Some people they knew that some people could understand this character with a perspective on life far better than they actually ever could at the time. And Christopher Priest's run on Boy Panther is a good example of that. And there are more people just like it. However, on the other hand, there are, like, let's just say a male writer, uh, Mark Wade, who 
dealing a little hard water these days. Oh. All right. But Mark Wade last year uh, wrote one of my favorite arcs for Black Widow called No Secrets. And really that was the story that, for me, totally opened up that character. And he, he wasn't a woman, but his writing, he understood the Black Widow character enough to give us a really, really good story that is a shame that I feel like not enough people are talking about, in my opinion, not enough people talk about that book. And I think it was just really well done. So, um, you know, it's it's like an, it's an appreciated aspect to me, I, I just don't because I, I, I've been in more than enough um, like heavy, like, you know, even more social justice warrior types than I am. I've been in some some uh, circles on Facebook where people just say, you know, things like well, it's common among POCs like, oh, you know, I can tell this character wasn't written by a black guy. You know, they should let you know how black people write this, write these characters and like only almost. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get to that point where it's like if you know where pocs only write for pocs yeah you know because because what if let's just say what if someone what if a, you know a black guy or whatever black woman even black woman let's just go with black woman what if a black woman just wants to write a wolverine story she doesn't want to do a poc story she wants to write a wolverine story if she understands the character enough to change him around and and give him some real challenge in a way that hasn't been really done before in other books then you know that's what you know, someone wants to do and they didn't have to necessarily use their background or experience to provide like a, a context to where they should write for this character, you know, mm-hmm. alone. Um, I personally feel that, like I said, I, I know that I feel like when it comes to, you know, having that added perspective, I think it should be there, but I don't think like it's not necessary all the time. It's not necessary all the time, but it is, it's like, God, if I had to put it one way, I guess it would be like, you know, it's like, it's like seasoning on, on steak or chicken, (laughs) despite what some, some people will tell you, (laughs) despite what some people will tell you. It uh, is just absolutely it, it just needs salt and pepper. That's it. Absolutely one hundred percent. It is absolutely and one hundred percent necessary. But you have to remember, people are coming for the steak and not necessarily the seasoning, but the seasoning should be there. You know what I mean? Like one hundred percent. I I do think it matters. I just don't think that those voices have to be there if they understand the character also, you know, that's, yeah. that's what I feel. Exactly. So like, how would the, the, how, how would it go for Warren Ellis and, and Brian Hitch with uh, Wildstorm when they made Apollo and Midnighter? Oh yes. The authority. Yes. Um, I think, Oh my God, I can't even, there's so many ways to start with that. See, I, mean, he they, understood. I, think, they, I think they get it. They did a good job with creating those two characters, but nobody was talking about them. Yeah, that's that that was a that was a time, man. I, I got into it really late. But the authority in my hand in my mind, when this is this is back in the day when the Wildstorm imprint was part of DC before they closed it. And uh, you know, before New Fifty Two, which kind of started my exodus from, you know, DC at large when it came to paying attention to what they were doing. But they Warren Ellis is writing on that 
uh, on the authority was so good and he understood each and every one of these characters including these two gay characters that are still my personal favorites over the you know you know the other gay guys that they're copying like batman superman no no i'm kidding <laughs> all right okay uh but yeah, I think he had a really good understanding of all the characters at hand. He didn't need, not necessarily that he doesn't need it, but it's like, it's not like I'm, the story is lacking any at all for him not having that added little perspective. You know? Remember Faith? Remember Faith was a thing? Isn't it still going? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. Because nobody was ever talking about it, but. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's still going. I haven't really seen a lot from that, so I don't really know. <laughs> that bad, huh? I don't, you know, the thing is, it might actually be written really, but the last thing I saw for Faith, it was like, before we knew that Hillary Clinton wasn't going to win the election, there was a Hillary cover. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Count the chicken a little early on that one. I guess. So a lot of us did, man. A lot of us like she got this. Yeah, we all, yeah, we all did it. We all, we all thought. Like I, you know, I may not like her, but at least she's not Trump. Boom. Done. And then great. Like okay, now well, I guess I'll just, just stop Trump. writing this comic thing. I know. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing else matters. Fuck it. Nothing else matters. Fuck it. No, but um, yeah, um. I guess that that was uh, quicker than I thought. But yeah, um, guys, it's like um, so, you know, I guess going for the narrative is is really like it's like a matter of, you know, it's a matter of who's telling the story and the kind of story that they need that they want to tell um, if they bring an extra added like perspective you know, and they have the voice to do so for the character at hand, All that's all good to me. But as long as it gets back to the basis in my mind of providing, like, just a really awesome or just a really fun comic book storyline, I don't really care the color of who's writing it or the color of the person that they're writing it for. Just want it to be good. And exactly. I don't think there should... What? No, I say exactly. And I don't think there should be a, a debate at large for people of color are only you know writing for you know people of color because I just it it's, it's, it creates it's another issue after that yeah like it creates a whole another issue yeah it's like because then you have these you know them you have these people going well why why can't only white guys write for white guys you know one can and then you get that whole thing well well America really already knows how white because you know they're on everything and they're over everything so it's not like you know we're missing anything but then it's like Oh, we're hypocrites for saying that. So you know, it just it's just a lot. You know, it's a whole mm-hmm. lot. <sighs> but yeah, I don't uh, necessarily have any reviews other than to um, for comics. I, I I know I've been reading a lot of uh, comics on webtoons, online comics. Those are pretty good. Uh, yeah, if anybody okay. hasn't checked out, uh, it's a free app. So if anybody hasn't checked out, uh, you know that app. Uh, I'm currently reading uh, one thousand. Another Sanford Green and uh, Chuck Brown joint. Uh, there, that's a webcomic on there, and they're they're pretty good. Uh, the other one I'm reading on there is uh, Shadow Pirates uh, by the um, spectacular Spider-Man showrunner artist uh, Sean Galloway, and um, 
his art is pretty great on it. And I'm just in love with that book so far. So, um, yeah, that's, but those are the only things that I really had coming from the comics corner, unless anybody cares about this one little cliff note, but I know you all do. So I'll just go ahead and tell you anyway. Um, um, the century is back. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if you knew that he left. He left, but, uh, he's back. Isn't that the guy who has, he's also the void. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Fun fact, the, the void is in Doctor Strange's closet. Wait, what? Really? Yeah. The void is inside Doctor there, There's a door in uh, the Sanctum Sanctorum, and that is where the void is. So it's behind this door. And I think uh, they had a, a whole con- they had a whole run with Doctor Strange explaining that whenever he uses magic, you know, magic comes with a cost. And they're wondering, what was Doctor Strange doing with all the added toll that came to his body? that came with using all the magic. So he was just using magic and dumping the so-called cost, all of this stuff, onto the void. What? Wow. That's how he's able to continuously use magic the way he does. He's such a dick. I mean, the void is a piece of evil, so... I mean, yeah, but he's also evil. I mean, granted, I get it. I mean, I don't know. It's just... It's it's a dick cycle. Well, guys, I don't know. Like I said, Don't quote me. Like I said, you know, the century's back, so in case you guys were wondering, you know, Bob's the power been of years. 10 million exploding sun. Now, the centuries did some cool stuff in his heyday, all right? Yeah, ripped, did. Who was that? Uh, Ares ripped his ass Yeah, he ripped old boy in half. What the fuck? He <laughs> destroyed him. On Siege, Um, he Ares was trying to, you know, step up, and, you know, he got century, put down. He got put down. He No, actually, he got put down in a few different places. <laughs> And that's that's that shit was brutal. <laughs> you know, I guess he was kind of like I don't want to say he was kind of like their Superman. I know he was people, some people tried to try to compare him. Like if they had to put him on a slate, that he's like okay, he's like the Superman. But I don't really know if he was ever like that. He never really like got up to those heights. Of course, they're saying now that he's back, he might be as you know just as powerful and as a real threat for the you know the avengers or he's just you know i mean like just trying to give him some some stats trying to juke his stats a little bit they probably need to dial him down a little bit it's like they need to dial up his his notoriety because i swear it's like when i was saying the name it's like who am i talking about <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah it's true so you know but yeah that's all the little all the little comic book news that I'm bringing to the table. A little common book, common, common book snooze. Yeah, you're a little turning flippy pages. Turning <laughs> floppies. Pitchy floppies. Well, go. I, I got my own little tidbits of news. Like, uh, for, first and foremost, before I say anything, who's ready for the Detective Pikachu movie? Oh, yeah, I forgot to tell Yes. Yes, <sighs> I am. I am. Man, don't, I, I hear a sigh of hatred over there. Get it off your chest. He don't know. Listen, I just don't feel know like better. whatever whatever happened that I'm supposed to feel for this movie is kind of robbed by the fact that number one, they didn't get like uh like a more Pikachu esque sounding person to do the voice and now Pikachu is still doing the voice. What still Pikachu if Pikachu had a human male voice, what would it sound like? It didn't have to be male and perfect case example, Bart Simpson. 
Bart Simpson. Uh, okay, Bart was uh, anyway, voiced by. Anyway, am I right? Am I right? Am but I wrong? A little boy voice. Right, right, right. Little if you were if you were on the level with the rest of us, you would have wanted Danny DeVito. Yes. No. Danny okay. DeVito. Listen, if it's one thing Pikachu is not has never exceeded to me in the years of his existence, it's withered and tired and funny like Danny DeVito. He's, he's, a, de- he's a detective. Okay, when the fuck did Pikachu become a detective? In a video game. That's the point. He is a detective. It's called Detective Pikachu. We wanted Danny DeVito to voice to be this grizzled, tired at sounding Pikachu. That's what we wanted. Well, you got young spry. We got got Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is not that young. It's all good. He's younger than Danny DeVito. God damn it. Well, everyone is, but there's something. Bless his little imp heart. Yeah, right? Okay, I'm not hashtag my penguin. I, I guess I'm excited for you know seeing the Pokemon in live action, yeah. but like I said, I don't, I don't, I think we're doing too much Ryan Reynolds right this year. You know what I mean? <laughs> just, just, just for me, I think we're doing a little much. I know we're getting, we're getting another Deadpool. You know, Deadpool's coming back again for some reason. Stop yeah. it! And uh, yeah, now he's in, he's, he's advertising this fucking game when he's just playing the game. That's the advertisement. Trying to raise money. Trying to raise money, and now he's Pikachu. Yeah, just like I always wanted. I'm all for it. This this may very well be the first actual good video game movie. I don't know. It's not out yet, but I I I have my expectations. Uh, I'm going to see it regardless. I'm I'm a big Pokemon fan. Excuse me. The first good video game movie was Resident Evil. Was Doom? Okay. Doom. Resident Man, I, I can I can see I can see and feel the shit eating grin you have on <laughs> say that. You don't even mean that. No, I don't. No, but the uh seriously though, the, the great video game movie was Mortal Kombat. There. Yeah. Uh, no Kanye. You, <laughs> you can't really come on. Come on. The first uh, Mortal Kombat. It, both of them are treasures that need to be upheld. Eh, that second one, but they're terrible. You know what? I, Mother, I I'm with Clarence. You're alive, and and soon you, <laughs> you will die. Will die. <laughs> we should have held that a little longer. She, a little I feel long. like she's been there forever. She was there for at least <laughs> ten minutes waiting. Should have started the podcast with it and ended it with it. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> okay. Well, next time we'll know better. If we ever bring up Mortal Kombat again. Uh, we'll this do that. time we will. You know what? Speaking of things that were kind of are harsh and brutal, uh, Chicago has this entertainment tax that they're trying to implement for digital services. What? Like, like money? Explain. I mean, it's they're uh, broaching. They're trying to embroach a nine percent tax called this entertainment tax, and so far the only people who are on board are Sony and PlayStation. Oh my God. Yeah, right. You know, what? the evil fucking empire, these guys, you know. What, what Sony? Yeah, Sony, yeah. of course. Of course, yeah. They're like, all... hey, hey, That's right, right. It's called the amusement tax, which I think is. It's, amusement it's, it's, tax? Yeah, it's called the amusement tax. So Their amusement. You have to pay, you have to pay extra. Yeah, it's, it's a, a 9% sales tax. Uh, along, I, I don't know if it's coped together with the 7% sales tax or. Or whatever it is in Chicago, what eight nine? What is up with Chicago trying their best to milk as much money from as populace as possible? From that to the cameras everywhere to the fucking highest taxes on everything else, 
just the gas is always fucking expensive there. Don't Everything's they have a tax expensive. On soda? Don't they have a, a tax on yeah, soda? Yeah, a sugar tax. Oh, unless they got rid of it, but they did have it for a while. They're really trying to like get all the little money they can from all of it passing through. Jeez. All of it. Like, oh, you want to drink pop? Fuck you. You want to have a you want to have a nice cold tasty beverage? All right. Well, tax that. A fucking amusement tax. Amuse. <laughs> And so that that that's that's so why you that's that you're like attacking the people who use your digital services just because you're trying to find some extra money. No, no one's no one's for this. Nobody's for this. Apple is actually suing the city of Chicago. Wow. Ooh. Well, I hope they win. Fucking Sony's not going to be any help. They no, never fuck, are. Fuck those evil motherfuckers. You know, oh. hey, you know, I have a parasite. My name's Sony, and I made Venom, so now I'm not gonna get the rights back to Marvel. Don't you guys want to play my 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 machines? You know, my my bingo machines, the games. Like yeah. we don't. Man, I feel, my consi- I my like, kachinko machines. You know, I feel like I feel like Sega should be getting in on this somehow. I feel like How? Sega. I don't oh, know. Man. You are you you guys are like on the ball with these transits. So you to be bring up Sega. I want to bring up Nintendo. Okay. 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 So uh, a while ago, there was a a legal dispute. So we 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 were all a part of it. Remember back in the day, we would go to these ROM sites and download all these old games and play whatever we wanted on our computers, right? Oh shit! I know where this is going. Fuck. No, I never did that. I'm by the I'm by the book. Oh my god! Uh, you dirty liar! You, you dirty light skin liar! <laughs> so, dirty light skin liar! Don't call my light skin shit out. Color is yeah, He's so light. Nintendo took a couple of these ROM sites to court. What? And shit. It's it's not petty. I mean that these are their properties. Yeah, but they could have done this years ago. This has been like the Rams have been out here for years. They didn't need the money. You're, you know what? You know what? Time out. You're right. And Nintendo is a billion dollars. Like, it's not like they're going to attribute these properties themselves anyway. Yeah. yeah Regard regardless, they have won this this lawsuit for of a whopping twelve million dollars. Oh. Wow. But that's some pocket change for them. Like, I got you. Now I can buy some pop. From Chicago. By those diamond coasters that we always wanted. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So with with that with that in mind, what's stopping all these other companies? The same thing Nintendo just did. Like it where are you going to get these games from? These games are lost to history, time, and technology because no one's gonna go back to even want to play them like in current days. It's it's a certain demographic that's going back and downloading these now. Yeah. Well, Well, what if they want to like, you know, they don't want to do anything. Remaster, remaster some of them, and you know, put them on. Uh, but like, who, like in in retrospect, who is going to go back and want to a remaster of Psychic Force twenty twelve for the Dream for the Dreamcast? Do you guys even know what that game is? I know what Psychonauts. I know what Psychic Force is. No, Psychic Force twenty twelve, not Psychonauts. Oh. Oh, the fighting no. game, the fighting game, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know nope. what it is. I don't know what the fuck that is. See. Nobody's gonna really go back and remaster that if the two of the three people in this very podcast are the know about it and one person doesn't. You've never heard of that shit. I mean, then again, I didn't think they were gonna like remaster Bionic Commando, but then again, that's you know. Capcom. Oh yeah, fuck right. them. Fuck. <laughs> what, what, what's another game? Evolution. Did you guys ever play the game Evolution? The fuck are you talking about? 
No, no, I never. There's a game called Evolution. Okay, okay, not the movie. Yeah, not not the movie, the game, and it was for the Dreamcast, and it actually had okay, Evolution, the world of Sacred Device. There was two. There, there were two. It had a sequel. Who knew about this game? A random obscure RPG. Mm-hmm. All yeah, the char- yeah. all the characters' names were names of weapons. Uh, the the main character's name was Mag Gun. He had a butler named Gray. His last <laughs> name, his last name was Nade. Who made this? Toriyama. <laughs> uh, Mag Gun. Mag yeah, Gun. There, there's a girl named Linear Cannon and Chain Gun. Yeah, I think Akira had some hand in this because those shit. Those puns are way too hard for this game. Like the, no one's gonna go back and want this stuff, but you're gonna. And the Nintendo's over here, and they're gonna sue somebody for going back into into their archives and getting these weird, obscure games. Mm-hmm. Because the new, I feel like the new owner of fucking Nintendo is he doesn't. I mean he he's he's in he's a businessman. I feel like frontmost, like, and he's going in. Clean shit up. He got the system out, even though it wasn't ready. He got it out, got the games out, and he, in my opinion, looting up these games, even just a little bit. This I, bitch's just, name was Pepper Box. I forgot about Pepper Box. What the fuck, Pepper Box? Pepper Box. Pepper Box. Oh. <laughs> but like, yeah, like he's—they're cleaning up, and he definitely saw this. Cause no way Nintendo. If the same guy was still running down, he, I don't feel like he would. Maybe I'm wrong, but they didn't mm-hmm. say shit for years. For years. Oh God, did we lose Cl- Clarence? No, you didn't lose me. I'm no, still here. Oh, oh okay. I'm still here. You're talking. I'm not gonna try to interrupt you, buddy. Aw, you care? No, I but don't. Yeah. I don't <sighs> care. I don't care either. I didn't care if you cared. Hey, my what? my friend and I, we're one in our nine galaxies. <laughs> well, I better watch myself then. You, you'll be, you'll be dead. There you go. Ha, you did it. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> we made a Star Wars reference. We made a Star Wars reference. Star Wars is awesome. Pay us, please, Disney. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, Nintendo is within every right to do it. No, it's true. But it's like it's like saying like I don't know. It's like one of those like beaten. Like hitting down. One man's trash is another man's treasure, and we're over here rummaging through Nintendo's garbage, and they're like, "Get out of here!" Ha, it's ours. Oh, you want it? Ha, no, Don't touch it. I wasn't no. done with that sandwich. It's twelve years old. It's my sandwich. It's my fucking sandwich. But you're not even eating it. You're not going to eat it. I don't care. I don't care. I'm saving it <laughs> for you know nothing. They, you know what they need to do? They need to fucking. Get down to the business, all right, and just mod or either reboot this uh, Iron Man and XO Man of War. That shit was legit. Anybody ever played that? Nope. What's that? Oh, was it that PlayStation game? Yeah. I we, did play that. We shit. weren't outside when that happened, but that game was fucking legit. I didn't even know what was going XO Man of War and Iron Man for some reason, just going through the streets. You know, beating up radioactive thugs and fighting like certain Marvel heroes. Everything was radioactive and a street and a beat 'em up back in the day. Everything oh, yeah. radioactive was the way to go, man. Man, that game was hard, and maybe that's because I had a attention span of like 
two seconds and I was a kid, but still that game was game was legit. They need to do that. If somebody could if I could mod that on a computer and just carry that around without getting sued, that would be great. Right. But hopefully the Sony and fucking Microsoft don't look over like, hey, they did it. Yeah, it's working for them. Yeah, it's working for them. Let's do it. We can use more money. Speaking of things needing needing more money, uh, man, you guys are like the best. So the U.S. Army is going into esports because they did not meet their recruitment target. What recruit for for just some army in general? Yeah. Oh yeah, you know I I uh, I think to something about this on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast, like a few weeks back but like the army is like very short like the candidates the requirements are very basic but there are so many people right now who just can't fit them so they're like in a shortage so wow. yeah continue yeah so they're turning to video games and esports and attempt to broaden their reach and hopefully recruit more people and they are actually having their paws in a tekken tournament and later, in later dates, uh, a PUBG, Fortnite, Overwatch, FIFA, League of Legends, Call of Duty. God they, damn. They, they want in. U.S. Damn. Army U.S. Army Esports. Hey, man, if I was 12 and I heard about this, I would have been in the military, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I would have joined the Air Force because, you know. Nah. Uh, Stars and Stripes, nigga. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> now, if they told me that I could be just like Goku or something like that back in the no. day, then maybe. No, they can't. I mean, you saying that. Well, of course not. But if they had me like that, then maybe, maybe. But nah, I'm I mean, not. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you were, you were talking, buddy. Go ahead. No, go ahead. In all retrospect, with with the you know, the more the more they have their tangible things, the better. I, I, I'm not. I, I don't have anything against it or anything for it. But if you have any way to increase your notoriety and your reach and have people to participate in as many things as possible. It's a good thing for you. So if people who, if you know, you have a, a nerd or a little gaming nerd who wants to join the military and they have a way for you to pursue a, an esports hobby or a career, why not? Yeah. Yeah, you're, you, I guess you're right about that. Couldn't hurt, you know. It's uh, not like they're doing anything else productive with that money, right? They just got a big ass boost from our president. Yeah. yeah. Among many, you know, for uh, things that we don't need. But that's another, uh, you know. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. That's politics, and we ain't here for that. Nah, we ain't here for that. Nah, save the drama and for the Joe politics. In, in you, no, no. Just save, save, the, save the fucking politics for everybody else. I think everyone else is covering enough politics, and I, uh, I'm i not saying we're going to shy away from politics all the time, but it's, it's not why we're here. You are. <laughs> nope. We're here for that thirsty, nerdy shit. I'm, All right. I'm I'm ready to get quenched. We're ready to get wet. No, get we, wet. we get get wet. Quench. We don't get we don't get wet. We we quench. We get we wet. Get wet. All right, we'll go with it. Okay. You can't protect them, Rick. Right. <laughs> I know where that came from. Just walking dead. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, oh uh, yeah. Where were you? I'm sorry. Just what they like? Did you hear what they're doing with them? with um, Rick uh, about his final episodes and oh yeah oh the wait yeah, yeah. The, the movies not, yeah. surprise surprise <laughs> yeah. bait and Just switch because he's leaving doesn't yep. mean he's leaving leaving yeah they, he, his ass has got to go 
nope. man. They, nope. Apparently, he's got to go from you know sharing the spotlight, but he's going to be back for he four actually, other Rick Grimes films. Yep, films, films the, on the, the network. Fuck? What the fuck? Did you believe that? <laughs> no. I'm like, I'm like, like I, what in the fuck? I let him die. Just I haven't me. even gotten up to the episode yet. And and I'm hearing that he gets like four other movies, and I'm looking. And I'm like, well, okay, well, I guess he'll make it then. After all, wow, yeah. he's gonna get like a little sting of his ass, and then it's like, oh, and everyone's like, he did, he did, <laughs> and then like Rick's like, no, nah, I ain't did. He he watches up on the beach like I ain't did. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, way back in the day when it was a viable thing for us, you know, strategy guides, because in the advent of the internet before it existed, you had to go to the store and buy the strategy guide to know all the tips and tricks. It's fun there. And mm-hmm. all, all those secrets. Uh, Prima Games, the people who make your strategy guides nowadays, they're shutting down. What? Millennials are killing the strategy game. You're America's number one distributor for strategy guides. No more. Since Man. everything is filled with message boards or whatever else, you know, I, I guess you know, Prima Games doesn't have a spot for a spot in the world no more. I'm mm. gonna, I'm kind of surprised it lasted this long, honestly. I know, right? Especially, especially with data miners now. Yeah, fuck. Are you? It's ridiculous. It's a, you can't even keep downloads a secret no more. They're like, oh yeah, I see this. Uh, Brawler's gonna be in the game, and uh, oh, uh it, and it, if if I can plug one of my you know favorite games with uh, my, one of my favorite little companies here, Bandai Namco. <sighs> Nobody knew about these characters that's coming. No one knew about Negan coming out. Nobody knew about Two B going into a Soul okay. Calibur. Okay. They they did a, they did a good job and you know they hid their information. Yeah. Oh, so, repeat yourself. Repeat yourself. That, that's you just agree with me. They did a good job in hiding these secret characters until you know Noctis came out in Tekken Seven. Nobody knew about it until the announcement. Okay. That's a good point. Nobody knew yeah. about 2B being in Soul Calibur 6 until the announcement. That does bring a good, like, if they could keep their secrets, their secrets, why couldn't, like, fighters couldn't, you know? Yeah, what, what's going, like, what's going on with other companies? Why can't they keep their secrets? Is it because their practices and how they put it pre, like, if they preload it into the game and for the coding yeah. to make it easier? Is that why? That's probably, you know, honestly, that's probably exactly why. Because no, it's not like people are dating, uh, data mining fucking Overwatch to find out the next characters are. Okay, they have to wait. And then they find out. Fucking people can do that to fighters and they found out every single character. Oh, because man, they already had Overwatch. They nerfed my boy Doomfist and, Bri- and they nerfed my girl again. Yep. They just got nerfed and they're getting nerfed again. Yep. God. Yep. No Keep the nerfs it. coming. They're just too good. They're just too good. I'm sorry. Is Hanzo okay? Fuck you. Hanzo's not getting touched. Like the <laughs> <laughs> like my girl Baguette, her stun her damage went down from fifty damage to five damage. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> five. What the fuck? <laughs> that ain't right. That's not cool. <laughs> Cause I don't ugh. That's sad. That's bad. Doomfist got a seismic slam range nerf. He and now when he sli- he slams people, they can act instantly now. Like, what's just call him Doom nerf. Just call him Doom nerf because they, he, they, just they tried to eject my man from the game. <laughs> Basically, they like, hey, we got Lucio and we got Doomfist. That's one too many black folks, guys. We got to nerf one in the ground. Get that 
get that fucking Doomfist out of here. He's way too black for our fucking game. Way too black. I mean, granted, he can still grunt his way off screen and you have no idea what's going on. And you, But it's still going to be a little bit more difficult for Doomfist players to do this. Like, it wasn't hard enough already when you can have Brigitte stun him, McCree stun him, Winston disrupt him. You could have Farrah disrupt him. You could have Roadhog disrupt him. You could have uh, Sombra hack him. Yep. Reaper causes problems just by existing. <laughs> like, it's not like there wasn't already counterplay to the character. Now there's... I, I don't know what he's doing that made people so mad. But here he is. Too black. God. <laughs> I'm sorry for the tangent, but I'm just I'm just disappointed. No, no. About my no you're no, it's, it's understandable. Fun. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you people gotta know, and it's understandable. I'm sure you're not the only one out there who's like, yes, stop it, guys. Why you keep doing this to my boy? I'm sorry. I guess they just want everyone to play Tracer. Oh, nobody wants to play that fucking flat booty ass bitch. I'm sorry. Whoa. They want everyone to play Tracer. They want everyone yeah. to play Genji. They want everyone to play Widowmaker. I already picked Genji. I'm already Genji. Pick Tracer. I'm already Tracer. Pick McCree. I'm already McCree. So with with Brigitte getting the getting the nerve that she got, uh, Goats looks like it might be taking a hit. And because of that, it also looks like flanking characters are coming back into the game because there's less of a risk of them existing in the back line now unless the team focuses them from a stun. Ooh. Oh, he's talking strategy. I can't. I can't. I can't keep up. I don't know what you're talking about. I hear him. I can't wait to apply it to practice when I actually turn the game on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so per, per this recording, if you want to get in there and get good pre-nerf Doomfist and pre-nerf Brigitte, because because of the nerf now, she can no longer one-shot Tracer with Whip, Shield Bash, Rocket Flail. She does not do the required damage to one-shot a Tracer anymore. Damn. It went from what was it does it does one ten damage now. It used to sixty one seventy. Not enough. Nope. The most you can do is force a recall. Fuck. That blows. <laughs> so get ready for that, boys and girls. Yay! Boys. Can't wait. I love nurse. <laughs> Quiet, Hanzo player. I know. Fuck you. What you know about nurse? I know nothing. <laughs> Apparently not. Nurse I know nothing. All I know is true strength and the you, power. You know nothing and you Theology. give nothing. You give nothing to anything. Nothing. I, I give them max effort, okay? Uh. Mr. Hey, Mr. Quick Play, okay? Yep. Thank you very much. I just here to play the game. I just like well, to have fun. Well, uh, shows. Yeah. I like I have fun every time. Every time. Um, right, well, it's, it's, it seems like that's all I have on my little docket as far as I know of right now. Okay. Well, Listen, guys, uh, I don't know about you, but it is uh, about 1130. And if my I know my docket's clear. I didn't really come in with a with the loaded docket this day. So if I may put like a little personal gripe in there, soul caliber's training mode is broken. That shit is not working properly. Fix that shit right now. <laughs> wow. OK. <laughs> OK. Combos aren't combos. I can't practice properly. I'm trying to learn this game, and the shit just don't work. You're preaching right? to you're preaching to require. Well, I'm sure will accommodate you. All I right? don't. I don't want to set my training settings every time I go into that mode. I want. I want the computer to properly tech, and it doesn't properly tech. 
it doesn't it when I put it to block and then attack after blocking, it doesn't do it at the right timing. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Okubo, fix your game, buddy. So I guess we're gonna go ahead and in here. This has been episode four of the Thirsty Nerds podcast. Uh and if you're this is the first time tuning in and you like what you hear, you know, go ahead, you know, spread it around with your friends, let everybody know what's going on. And if you don't like it, well, share it anyway, you know. Why not? Share it to your enemies. Share it to share, people. Share it to you. Yeah, share it to people you don't like. If, if you didn't like it, you know they're they're probably gonna hate it. You know, yeah, you should just make make them listen to it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, tell yeah, them about them. Tell them but, about the places we got. Yo. Tell your mom, your grandma. You know, we can talk about Matlock. Yes, we can. All right, guys, and also check us out wherever you listen. We are on Spotify. We are on Anchor. All right, we are on Google Play. If you guys that, Google Podcast, iTunes. That's yeah. a big one. All right. Hit, Are we on hit, me, hit me. I don't know. Hit me up on Twitter at Midwest Husbando. Hit me up. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So we also have, uh, as of two days ago, we also have our page up on Instagram. Go ahead and follow the uh, Thirsty Nerds podcast on there. Please. We need the follows. All right. Hey, don't, don't sound too desperate, man. Oh, right, right. We don't need you to follow them. But I yeah, guess that's if that's you that's like that's the page, you know, it. why not? I, yeah, I mean, why now? Baka, like that, like that, like that, uh, uh Dubai, dude, like that Dubai black guy. You're not <laughs> doing, you doing anybody. Not doing you ain't doing nothing, no way. You might as well follow the page since you just gonna sit around check your the phone. The hardest, so the hardest, <laughs> man. Like, what are you no waiting reason. for? Just and, do it. And then, like, he just got up and walked away, like he was super pissed at the end. Like, like, God, I had to spend my time talking to you niggas, man. <laughs> he was so much. But anyway, guys, fading by the minute. I know, right? Fading like the minute. But anyway, uh, guys, uh, this has been episode four. Uh, again, uh, if you like what you hear, you know, and if you, if you don't, still spread it around anyway. Um, this has been the uh, episode, and uh, peace. We'll see you guys two weeks from now. See you, see you later, space cowboy.